0: Happy Monday! We're recording this on a Monday in February, so if you're listening to it later and it's not Monday, happy day to you. I am Christy Andradechuk. I get to be the hostess of TXCPA Houston Virtual Rolodex. As the CFO, COO of TXCPA Houston, my biggest passion and purpose here is to bring people to you that you need in your own virtual Rolodex. And today I have Wayne Hunter, he was a guest on Tuesday Talks, which was on Facebook Live about two years ago. But I wanted to bring him back because he's an expert in the cybersecurity world, which, as we all know, is changing second to second. I would love to say hour to hour, but it really is second to second. So welcome, Wayne. Can you give us a little bit about yourself and about AppTec?
1: Hi, everybody. Uh, Wayne Hunter, owner and CEO of AppTech Solutions uh number one best-selling author uh, as well as a self-published author as well and what we do is try to help people and the reason why you won't be in your virtual rolodex is if you ever need the someone to help protect your information and this let's think about it this way let's put it in the simplest terms is you go to the gas station you put your credit card into the gas station uh, pump how many of you heard of people having their information stolen from the credit card scanners Well, that's your personal identifiable information. It's no different than whether you're working from home or you're working in your business. Not only your personal information, but your business information is just as important. We're all good about protecting our credit cards and our wallet and protecting our personal phones, but do we carry that over to our business? That's the question.
0: (laughs) And that's, uh, as a consumer, it's scary. As a business executive, scary-er. Uh, so <laughs> if any of you ever heard me talk about Wayne, whether we're at a conference or a conversation, I will tell you that he has gotten me so trained that he used to email me and I didn't think it was him, so I kept deleting him
1: mm-hmm. because it wasn't yep. his
0: voice. But that's because he's been proactive in training clients on what is coming out with these cyber criminal people that don't have you know better things to do so we've talked in the past I'm mm-hmm. like why are not businesses more proactive why why is it reactive and your team is really good at us with us being proactive but for those who are listening to this and they're like oh I'm okay what would you tell them if they're just like okay everything's fine and dandy
1: it's funny. I did a, I have this thing I do every Monday morning. It's called secure sips. And that's one of my, my, my coordinate, uh, marketing coordinators are like, Hey, you need to put something out every Monday. Just a little, little cliff about something. So, cause I'm always reading and I, I take stuff and I'm looking at this and I had some folks talk to me about some presentations on this. And I read this article and the term set it and forget it popped in my head. So think about that. What are we talking about? I mean, When you set up your TV at home for the very first time, you set all your settings and it comes up, it's got that beautiful 4K screen. Do you ever think about checking it again? As long as it's working, you're not going to bother with it, right?
0: When it breaks, I I check it.
1: Exactly. That's about the only time, right? Well, guess what? We all work from home. A lot of us work from home, stuff like that. A lot of small businesses We get a little router put into our office or in our home that the ISP installs for us. How many of you know the password to it? Much less, when was the last time you updated it?
0: That's why I don't know the password
1: because I updated it. You know, and I got to thinking about that because a big thing right now with with nation-state actors, and what is a nation-state actor? That's Mm -hmm. a Russia, China, and it's like their CIA type people. It's their high-end NSA hackers. Well, a lot of people saying, well, all they care about is the big infrastructure the continental pipeline and things of that nature, right? They're, they want that big stuff. But right now for critical infrastructure, uh, which is, you know, energy, communications, water, transportation, things that we do take for granted every day. That's our primary focus. But are they targeting those big companies that's doing it? No, they're targeting the SMB the sole proprietors and those people that do work for those companies. Why? Set it and forget it. When was the last time you checked to see if your firewall at home has been updated, mm-hmm. firmware, security hacks, or are even the lice? You can't even patch them no more because they're so old. We find that and people's not only their homes, we're working from home, we're doing our security assessments, free security assessments, but a lot of businesses, small business, what I'm calling small businesses, I'm seeing businesses that are 50 people and below, where I found routers and firewalls that hadn't been updated in years. Think about that. So easy. Their login interface is open to the internet. Mm-hmm. And I used the default password and logged into them. So that's to me, good. you know, the biggest thing we we have a habit of doing it being so busy. And our job, and rightfully so, is the business owner. What are you worried about? Being successful, doing what you do for your end clients. And that's what you should be focused on. 100% agree. But... It is our fiduciary responsibility as a business owner to make sure the information that we have is protected, no matter how small you are. So set it, forget it's a big thing for me right now is trying to get people to think about it and don't, don't panic. It, it, it's all fixable. Don't get scared. That's part of the reason why you want cool. us on your Rolodex is because we yeah. can't
0: fix that. Well, and today's little snippet that he sent out, we were talking in the office was about passwords, you know, changing your passwords. And we have so many of them and we get so frustrated because forgot your password is a really click link for me because I do, I've made them more difficult because I've been trained, but we do have something, a locker. I call it the password locker and it's called password. The product is not password locker, but That helps, but I also find, found myself being complacent, like, oh, well, since it's in that, then I don't really need to change it, or, you know, it's set it and forget it type of thing, and I'm, you know, I'm trying to get into the habit of changing my passwords more often, and it makes it easier to have something generated for me.
1: You know, it's it's a good habit to have, but also what we're seeing in the industry right now, regardless of what what industry it's in, you know. We do a lot of banking, a lot of finance, CPA, lawyers, but we also got manufacturing, critical infrastructure, you know, energy, you name it. All industries and in compliance coming down to it is, are you having a password rotation policy? You know, and actually enforcing it. That only not only applies to your local system, but that applies to your actual SaaS applications think about that and now that stuff is being there along with the multi-factor and coming into it now there is talks about oh we're going to get rid of passwords you know it's going to be all the biometrics and everything like that which is not necessarily a bad thing but that doesn't get rid of some people say well we don't have passwords we don't need multi-factor authentication no that's not true two different things you still have multi-factor authentication which you should have yes it can be a pain but just like what you're doing your passwords and have to update them, using a tool, and I know what tool you're using, <laughs> is, you know, tracking that, making it difficult. And when we talk about passwords in that, you know, most things say have at least an eight-character password and make it complex. Complex being one numeric, one upcase, one lowercase, and one special character out of the eight. But... There are operating systems that until you have at least upwards to 13 or greater characters, the password's kept unencrypted. So it's in plain text. So if you know how to go find it, I got a way to find the password. That's what a hacker's doing. That's what we're, we gotta be, they use a lot of the same tools we do, so we gotta be good about uh, what are we doing and trying to Make sure they can't get into it. Don't be scared; these tools. You got just remember one password. Get into it, and I've got I've got 167 in my database. days.
0: Yeah, I'm getting up there. Um, <laughs> you know, what I found interesting was two weeks ago or one week ago I had to do a new application mm. or something, and mm-hmm. it was eight to ten characters. So I'm using my little password generator and it's like kept coming back saying no, no, no. I'm like, no, I I, I did it for 10 because I wanted to max, but because you could only use certain characters, right. like the number sign. And I'm like, well, now I gotta like think, <laughs> you know, and that's, you know, and it was a bank. I remember it being a mm-hmm. bank and now that you said mm-hmm. that it should be 12, 13, 14, I'm like, well, that's not secure anymore because that's 10. So I was just like, I I just find it very interesting and getting into banks and finance. uh, You've spoken uh, at our conferences about the upcoming laws that the IRS has put into place, the PCI as of April 1st. So I would like, you know, you to give a little bit of information about them and your contact information will be in the show notes. But it's one of those things as a small business owner, you might just like, it might be an oversight, but it can get you in a lot of trouble if you don't know about these things.
1: Well, especially, you know, when I know one of the things we was talking about, you know, at the CPA conferences is, you know, there for a long time when it comes from a security standpoint, if you wasn't a certain size company, you were excluded from it. Well, uh, with the security summit that released last year and went in effect last June, is the new Taxpayer Data Protection Act. And that's one of the things I think you're referring to. And if you read it, it very it says very explicitly that it doesn't matter if you're a sole proprietor or the biggest enterprise, it applies to you. And that's not just a CPA firm, that can be a bookkeeping firm, anybody that handles it does electronic submittal, e-filing is required to do these things. And now it's law where you have to have a written information security plan, WISP. Not a big deal, Don't panic. It's easy, we actually help customers, we help write them for you. But even a sole proprietor, you're handling that, that data, you're required by law to have the WISP. What the WISP actually applies to is what you're going to do for your security. Having just antivirus doesn't meet the requirements anymore. And so what we really got conscious on is helping these sole proprietors. And we've actually had a, a few of the sole proprietor CPAs from actually from the society that was at that X event mm-hmm. has got whether we signed them up and they're spending a little bit more than what they were before, because it's just, just you, you put this up and you got to do it, but we have them under the IT spend average IT spend of what they're doing in the industry today. What do I mean by that in a finance world? it is typically 10 to 18% of revenue is what the average IT spend is, okay? The least industry is 5%. And for the sole proprietors, we're putting in our same level stack that we put in for big companies. We don't change the stack based on who you are. It's the same stack because we have shared responsibility when we're doing support with you and doing that. So if you're not gonna do security, I won't even have you as a client because I can't take that responsibility. Uh, But we put it in there and we're typically around 2.5% of revenue. So that's giving you enterprise class IT at below the average industry average of all industries. So we're doing it to make sure it's affordable for the folks. We're not trying to get everything we can get out of. And there's a lot of MSPs like me If you're not at least 20 20 people, they they won't even do business with you, or 10. They won't even do business with you. Well, I don't believe in that. You know I don't believe in that.
0: I know you don't. And that's what's so great is because as we go forward, cybersecurity insurance, you know, cyber insurance, cybersecurity insurance, whatever. No, you said it right,
1: cybersecurity insurance, yep.
0: So that's something that we added at TXCP Houston last year. And it's just another layer of being proactive and protection. But to do that, you guys had to come in and make sure that we are in compliance and making sure we have processes in place. And one thing that, you know, I like about our relationship is I know that I can just reach out to Wayne and the team when I have a question like I had last week. I'm like, okay, how do I do this type of thing? And that's what small business owners need when you're a small business owner and you're trying to do everything on your own, you need to have this team of people. And we always say you need a good lawyer, new investment. If you're not a CPA, have a good CPA. Even if you are a CPA, have a peer help you with your books to make Mm. sure that, you know, you're not overlooking anything, but it's also it, because if your information gets stolen, you're, you're probably going to be out of business if you're a solo, solo one.
1: Well, Regardless of your solo or whatever size you are, sixty-nine percent of all SMB—that's from sole proprietors up to two hundred and fifty employees—that's an SMB market. Sixty-nine percent that get hacked never get back in business.
0: That's, that's your dream.
1: That's that's worldwide because of those because of not having the right things in place, and that cybersecurity insurance and having a plan with that and not just having cybersecurity insurance. One of the things is since the last time that we did this, mm-hmm. uh, I had several auditing companies and insurance companies that saw some of the presentations that I've done with you guys and a couple other places. And they reached out to us. And a big thing that's happening now is the cyber insurance area, they see that to mitigate risk, the clients have to meet these things. But also they see that from compliance, but they're like, okay, how do we make sure that client has this so it mitigates not only the client's risk, but the insurance company's risk, right? Mm-hmm. So, therefore, we come in because the insurance prices on cyber insurance have been going higher and higher and higher. Well, they actually reached out to us. We had a couple that's reached out to us. We've already signed one up. We did a just announced a joint venture with a, a nationwide firm, and they vet our security stack. So they've gone us and put us through vetting of our complete stack, our processes, our procedures, and everything that we do. And they analyze that and now have blessed it to where any customer that has our cybersecurity stack, you're insured. We take you, put you through it. That means you're insurable and you get discounted rates because you're using our vetted stack. Okay. But they even added another piece to it to where not only the discounts, but there's insurance levels of you can get that typically you would pay for and to get the next higher level, you had to pay a lot more. Because of our stack, they're giving you that next higher level at that discounted price. We're starting to see a trend of vendors out there doing this, not just insurance companies, but firewall companies
0: mm-hmm.
1: and others that have, that are Responsible for security at some layer, because there's so many layers of security within your environment. Those vendors are starting to reach out to people like us that have a process, that have a plan, that have a compliancy in place, and they're partnering with us. Now, I make no money off the interest, and I don't want that conflict of interest. But they partner with us because they know, hey, if you have this, everyone's risk is mitigated. And is mental, Not saying it's one hundred percent got away because there's still the human factor involved here, of that that little thing we have on the end of our hand right here that does yeah. that <laughs> motion on a mouse. Um, but that,
0: that knows delete way too
1: well.
0: <laughs> that email doesn't look legit. Delete, delete, delete.
1: <laughs> but that's what we're trying. So we we actually got with with these vendors and said, look, put us through the ringer let's make sure because there's accountability what I like of it and now there's accountability not only from the client side mm-hmm. but my side my i know my team's doing the job because if they vetted us and it's active monitoring to it so now we know if something goes out of whack we can address it real quick and that way if we need that insurance company to be there for us if there's a hack there's no questions asked it's covered because it's been vetted. So what you need to do is out there, and even they're making it very far, we got actually the two people that signed up with us from that, and those two sole providers, we're finishing up their actual stuff now, because once we put our stack in, now we're submitting so they can actually get quote on cybersecurity insurance. Prior to then, nobody would touch them. So we're making a conscious effort to help not only big business, but the individual as well.
0: And that's what's wonderful, because I have found with us being a small business, there are certain people like they want to talk until I say, oh, this is our size. Oh, you're too small. Well, I need more help because I'm so small versus, you know, the larger ones who have a bigger staff to help with this. So I love that you're doing that. And at the beginning, you did say that you are a best-selling author. You're yep. part of that club, and I love having that club yep. membership with you. <laughs> so we have the compliance gone. formula. Now that then- book there
1: is. Uh, there was several of us authors got in. There's a thing called CMMC, and that's what uh, is that? That is the. Uh-oh. That was a little bobble in the internet. Uh, I was talking about CMMC and it's a book that we did. It's about the uh, Department of Defense and the cybersecurity model, maturity model. And there were several of us got together and we collaborated on it because it's pretty big. But for the finance community and non-banking community, they really don't, they're not doing the DOD level, but what it's based off of is the same compliance uh, framework that FFIEC, FINRA, FDIC, FEDLINE, um, the RS 4557, which is the Taxpayer Data Protection Act, all those are based off the same framework. So I wanted to be a glutton for punishment and went through all the training for it, even though I don't do business with the DOD. But what I learned from it was so good, and several of us got together and wrote this book to try to help people understand it a little easier, because it's A beast.
0: It's complicated.
1: But then, you know, I also did a self-published called Exploited, which anybody wants a copy when they go to our website, you know, just there's a place there you can request a copy and we'll be happy to get you a copy. Um, And then we've got, I've got another one coming out that's about compliance, but in in the finance environment that I'm doing some co-authoring with several others. We got together and did another book that should be coming out in the March timeframe. Anybody wants to do early sign up, just, just let me know, and I'll be happy <laughs> sending you a link for it. Um, we're hoping we can generate another number one out of it. Uh, oh, sure I was, uh, but it's, it's a lot of fun sharing information. I mean, you're you're writing a book, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you, so it's. I like sharing, and 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 a lot of our presentations we're doing these days is to get information out and help educate people. You know, there's so much technical jargon that we use, and I'm old propeller, all bubble bubblehead. <laughs> Bubblehead means I was on submarines. Um, and anybody that knows me, everybody asks, how was you how'd you fit? I'm six, four, three hundred pounds. So, you know, not necessarily small, but best thing, one of the best things I ever did. Um, but from it, you know, process, procedure, testing, everything we're doing in it, it, it really applies to everything else that we're doing here. So you now by doing this. We start putting all these acronyms out there, CMMC, you know. You know, we talk all these different technical terms, and it people's eyes glaze over. You know, it's kind (laughs) of like CPA talking and starts doing all the general ledger and all the other little terms. Everybody's like, Mm -hmm. you know, yeah, just falls asleep. (laughs) Um, I
0: think everyone gets so excited when they hear, (laughs) you know, exactly
1: Exactly. all that
0: jargon of so
1: the conscious effort to personalize it is what i'm is one of the things is how do i personalize it so everybody can understand it and they can understand how what they do in their personal lives as well as work lives all applies and it it becomes now they can tangibly see how they do one thing can affect so much and that's really what it boils down to how do we educate ourselves to where it really means something, and that's the reason I use like the credit card analogy, or at you know, the gas pump, or you know at a restaurant that you give your card, you trust people walking away to go run your card and come back. And there's been so many scams where they you know steal your credit card information and go and do that. Well, it's no different in the business when you know you're doing business with someone and you give them their credit card information and you don't have your network secure someone can get that information it's the same thing it's just in business not at the restaurant right. yeah so that's reason uh, that's the biggest concern ever we have this year is really bringing that message home to everybody to help them understand well and what I love
0: about Optech Solutions is the Education factor. You guys do a lot of education. He did a deep dive last week, which unfortunately um I got a phone call, so I could not go into it, but there's recording. so I will go do that. Yep. Um, you know, when a member calls, sorry, we educational webinars hi. for me.
1: Customer hi. comes first all the time, right? You know, right. into it. Uh you mentioned that we have uh Wayne's deep dives. Uh it's navigating the depths of tech and business and It happens the last Tuesday of every month at 1 o'clock Central. Last Tuesday of every month at 1 o'clock Central. And the topics will always vary. Sometimes we may be talking about something technical or we may be talking about something business-wise. You know, uh, I could be actually getting into how you set up your finances for a business and run it as an MSP or how it applies to anybody else. Uh, We're actually letting our audience drive some of the actual topics. So if there's something you want to talk about or you get more information about, share it with me. Put it up on, and, and, you know, give me the information. I'll be happy to put it together. And I'm bringing in industry experts, bringing in clients, bringing in some of my team, you know, to different ones to talk about it. And that's what it's about is education. So um, my team asked me to start doing that once a month. And so we started doing that. And then they asked me to do these, you know, Monday, the Monday morning deals every week. I'm afraid to ask what they want me to do next, you know, because they're coming up more and more. But, you know, I actually enjoy doing it because it's that educational piece you talk about and sharing information. So, well,
0: it's building those relationships with your clients, with future clients. Like I said, in the show notes, you guys will have his information. So make sure you reach out to Wayne. He is so friendly and takes the time to take it down to what I call the Christie level, which is way down here. He's up here and way down here, but I'm getting I'm moving up a little bit. Each
1: You've been moving up the stack. Give yourself a little <laughs> more credit there.
0: <laughs> but with all these new acronyms, I'm like, oh my goodness. That's why I'm glad that you're bringing out another book, so that you know I mm-hmm. just move up a little bit faster. Uh, without me having to do the research, you know, uh, mm-hmm. work harder not. Or work smarter not harder. not harder there you go something like that you know as a workaholic <laughs> we know that I don't know how to work smarter um but yeah Wayne I think thank you so much for continuing to be proactive and have the when your team brings you a great education idea you are you're like I love the emails I, I I just laugh at them I'm like oh all staff here you go and then I get really <laughs> yep go get them so, you guys can be that person that sends out the IT stuff. Is there any last wisdom, words of wisdom that you want to leave our audience today?
1: I'd say the biggest thing is don't, don't get stressed out. Don't, you know, I mean, yes, there's a lot of stuff going on there. There's things to do it, but get with someone that can help educate you on what the steps are to help protect yourself. Some of them are extremely simple and easy to go off and do, and it's easy to come into it. But if it's something that's overwhelming or you're running your own business, don't have the time to, and don't have someone to do it, reach out to us. We'll be more than happy to help you. But biggest thing is like anything else. you got to prepare. You prepare for a vacation, right? You plan it out. It's no what's
0: different. Vacation? Wait a minute. What's a vacation? Oh yeah. Okay. It's <laughs> that
1: thing that I might get to do this year. Uh, <laughs> but it's no different what you plan, you know, what you're doing. It's just one other little thing there. And if you don't know the terminology, that's okay. It we can, we can help you with that so you understand it. But we want to make sure you do what you need to do, not things you don't have to do. Let's do what you need to do. And we'll worry about that as it goes. As you grow, new things pop up and help. But, you know, there's a lot of people that throw a bunch of stuff out there. I want you to do what you need, not what you don't need. That's the important part.
0: Thank you, Wayne, so much for being on Virtual Rolodex. Thank you to those who are listening or watching on YouTube. I appreciate your support. Make sure you do subscribe and follow us on your favorite podcast channel and on YouTube. And I will see you next week or next time. I can't even say next week because I'm telling you, I'm going to start bringing you guys new people on that Virtual Rolodex. So make sure you have that little Rolodex out there. You start putting down their information. So thank you everyone and have a great day.
1: See ya.